Where exactly is Nature Valley? Find out next on Junk Feud. Oh yeah! Welcome to Junk Food, the podcast about junk food, where we rate and review mystery treats to determine which one will be the undisputed champion of snacks. I'm your host, Mike. Alongside me, as always, Alyssa. Hey, Dad. Hey, Liz. So, how did the barber win a race? How did the barber win a the race? I think I know. What? By a hair? No. Oh. He took a shortcut. <laughs> All right, well, that was better. That makes more sense. And then I have another one of two for today. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, what's the difference between a piano and a fish? What's the difference between a piano and a fish? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. You can't tune a fish. You can't (laughs) tune a fish. (laughs) Oh, no. What? Yep. That is very goofy. Yes, it is. And that was a dad joke, a joke you tell to your dad. If you'd like to submit a dad joke for Alyssa to tell me on the show, you can send it in to us via Twitter at Junk Feud Pod or on threads at Junk oh, Feud Pod. Grandma sent me one. Grandma sent you another one? Yes. Are you going to read it now? Yes. Did she send it in to us via email at junkfeudpod at gmail.com? Uh, um, no, she sent it via text. Oh, direct to you, huh? To my phone. Wow. Yes. How about that? Shout out to Grandma. Okay. Did you know that Darth Vader had a sister? Uh, no, I did not, and canonically he does not, but go on. His name was El- her name was Ella. Ella Vader. Ella Vader. Wow. Uh, barely even a joke, more of a pun. (laughs) Alyssa. Well, that wasn't mine. Welcome back once again to the world's yeetest podcast. Hit him with the riz each and every week. Liz, it's still road trip month. Yes, it is. Beep, beep. Skirt. Hop in the snackmobile. (laughs) Hit the road with us, Liz. This is it. This is the thrilling conclusion to Road Trip Month, our last week talking about road trip snacks. <laughs> Are you sad about that? Not really. I know you were not terribly I've excited about this. I've got some boo-boo face about this one. You have boo-boo face today, but you did enjoy almost all of the snacks that we had this month, and I know that you did because, Liz, we took a road trip ourselves. Yes, we did. Yeah, we talked about this last week. We drove up to Maine. We spent a day at Acadia National Park, Liz. One of the most splendorous places in the natural world. I keep messing up my words today. Well, you have to actually read all the letters that are in the word. True. Yeah. Uh, We drove up Cadillac Mountain. We spent some time on Sand Beach. Yeah. Chase, your brother Chase, went into the water at Sand Beach. It was 53.1 degrees that day. I don't go in any water that's unless it's 82 or higher. 82 or higher. That's very specific. Why is it that number? Because that's the high that's the like um i don't know that's just a good temperature for me well because if it's 80 it's just a little chilly and just a little bit chilly at 80 list you had no problem with the water in the second location that we <laughs> that we <laughs> went on down to which was uh the gulf coast of florida where you spent a lot of time in the gulf of mexico where the water was 91 degrees <laughs> and crystal clear uh except yeah. for the night it rained but. Uh, that's right it was crystal clear and I got stung by a jellyfish. Sweltering. You got stung by a jellyfish again, extending your streak to <laughs> every time we visited. Yeah. You've been stung by a jellyfish. Liz, on our trips, we ate a lot of snacks, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. You had, uh, in keeping with our monthly theme, Slim Jims, Combos, Sunflower Seeds, and Trail Mix, all of those just alone on the drive up to Maine. Those tiny Slim Jims hit different in Maine. The tiny Slim Jims hit different in Maine, says the 12-year-old. Yep. Would you care Turning to- Turning 13 you, soon. Oh, excuse me, the preteen. Would you care to explain what you mean by that? I think we're going to have to save that for a different show. Oh, that's a good idea. We can do it and Alyssa explains it all. Yep. Liz, we listened to our road trip playlist, the one that you curated for us. It's available through all of our social media accounts on Spotify. We talked about this last time. Yeah. Wasn't it fun, though, to yeah. actually get to put it into practice to listen to the official- Junk Feud Road Trips playlist on Spotify. If you think there are any songs we should add, let us know on our email address. That's right. Liz, while we were in Maine, we had... A Maine delicacy. A Maine delicacy, something we put up on our Instagram account. A pink hot dog, Alyssa. Yes. Or a red hot dog, I guess they call them. No, they're pink. Well, they are pink, but I think they're called red hot dogs. They're just, I don't know what it is about them. Like you say, they hit differently when you're up there. Uh, It's a hot dog that is like dyed 
like hot pink. Like I don't even bright know, but red. It, they're like so much better. They're good. There. They have good snap, good spice. Very interesting. Ooh, there were uh, yeah. list. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Spice. Gotta have beef. Gotta ice have spice. spice. Gotta you have thought ice I was spice. feeling you. All right. Uh, well, you guys were feeling those lobster rolls, not you. I hate lobster. You don't like it. I don't really. Oh, actually, I don't mind tuna. I don't really like lobster very much either, but a lot of people do, including your mother and her friends who had quite a few lobster rolls up there. Yes. Uh, And they said they were very good. They used those. And mom's allergic to them. Well, apparently she's not, we found out from her allergist, and also because she ate a bunch of them up there and didn't have a reaction, which was nice. So good, big ups, uh, and shout out to mom. Yeah. They use those split top rolls up there, Liz. For like the hot dogs and the lobster rolls, which looks like a normal hot dog roll, but instead of being sliced on the side, it's sliced down the top. It It's really confusing. It is, uh, as I, far as... I took, last time I was there in the spring, I took two and I smushed them together. Oh, so that you could... Yeah, <laughs> so that you thought it was supposed to go. With the slit on the side. Very nice. We had ice cream, Alyssa. Oh, gosh. We had a lot of ice cream. We had ice cream in Maine at a local scoop shop in Bar Harbor called Ben and Bill's. That's a, a tradition. And they our, had lobster ice cream. Yeah, they had lobster ice cream there in keeping with the theme. It uh, had it has, real lobster in it. That's right, real lobster. Does that sound gross to you? Yeah. No one that was with us was brave enough to try it. And I don't think anybody that was in the store with us when we were ordering was ordering lobster ice cream either. I don't know. It had a few scoops out of it. You, you, It had a few scoops out of it. Mm-hmm. It did. Oh, interesting. So there are some brave people out there that have eaten the real official lobster ice cream from Ben and Bill's. Yep. Well, whatever the case, I put up uh, shots on Instagram of everything that we had, so you can check out our travels there. Liz, what? another fun thing we like to do on road trips, other than watching the uh, the natural showcase around us of uh, the, this great country and those great open roads, we like to people watch, don't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all across this great nation, Alyssa. There are folks just like you and I, they've taken to the open roads in search of uh, pavement enlightenment or whatever, would you say? Yeah. Yeah, it's neat to see all the license plates from all the different places that are sort of roaming freely around. We catalog all of those that we find, don't we? Yes. You've got a, a wooden game board that we keep in mom's car that you and your brother use to we try to find. We only have to find two more. Yeah, we only need two more to get all 50 United States. What are those? We need Alaska. Uh-huh. And we need South Dakota. South Dakota. If you live in Alaska or South Dakota and you'd like to drive through New Jersey uh, so that we can find your license plate, give us a heads up at Junk Food Pod. On our social media accounts. Liz. Yes. In addition to seeing all those cars and all those license plates, it is very fascinating to see all of the different types of people that populate our country, Liz. Wait, you can't drive from Alaska to New Jersey. Why not? Wait, aren't they separated? Well, yeah, Canada's in between there. They're not separated by an ocean? No. Have you seen a map? <laughs> no. Oh, well, you might want to look into that. Oh, and I just realized how close Russia is. Is that so, Sarah Palin? What? I can see Russia from my house, Tina Fey, Saturday Night Live. Nothing? No. Okay. Uh, Liz. Oh, I saw this really funny video. <laughs> Go on. And it was, a, it said how flat earthers see the world. Uh-huh. And oh, boy. Y- you could see every single landmark and place that they're ever. Well, that would be nice to be able to do that, I think. Take a while. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, you know what didn't take a while, Liz? What? For us to see all sorts of people playing in those national parks that we went to. Uh, lots of older retired couples RVing around the country. That was kind of neat to see. Lots of dogs. Lots of dogs. Everybody's got dogs. Love those dogs. How many dogs did you count in Bar Harbor just as we walked up the street? I don't remember. It was like 27 dogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of young families with kids, uh, runners and bikers, sunbathers, geocachers, backpackers. Liz, we also got to see quite a few of a very specific type of person. Uh, that's a type of person that goes by many names, Alyssa, would you say? Hmm. Yeah, crispies, crunchies, hippies, Alyssa. Hey. Hey. Hey, that reminds me of this week's snack. Nature Valley Granola Bars. Yeah, up next on Junk Feud, it's Nature Valley Granola Bars. Liz, what's a Nature Valley Granola Bar? Um, it's granola. Yeah, what's granola? Which is oats baked into a sheet, but in a different shape. Yeah, that's right. And that's it. Good night. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. The show's over. <laughs> Literally, Alyssa, it's what it says. It's a bar of granola. Uh, the copy from Nature Valley says it's a tasty snack made with whole grain oats and a touch of honey. A portable snack perfect for the pantry, lunchbox, and hiking trail. It is a bar 
of granola lists I don't nature know. Every valley time i've had like any type of bar i've had some bad luck yeah you've had some unfortunate reactions to some like protein and meal replacement bars huh yeah but we've already been over that one yeah that's right i have We're another not... story okay go ahead about the cereal bars remember how good those used to be i do so i had one of those but um the next day i got like really sick from it and i threw up is that the whole story Yes. All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. And uh, let's get back on with the show. <laughs> now back to our regularly scheduled program. Uh, Liz, Nature Valley made the first granola bar. Did you know that? Oh my goodness. I did not know that. Yeah, that's true. And it's the best selling granola bar, uh, not only of all time, but also year to year. And it's not even close. In fact, of the top 10 best selling granola bars, the first six are Nature Valley granola bar brands. Makes sense. And also, Alyssa, Nature Valley granola bars are an internet meme, apparently. Really? Yeah, we'll get to that in just a moment. Do you know anything about the history of Nature Valley granola bars? They were first known mass-produced granola bar. Yeah, they were the first mass-produced granola bar. The first granola bar ever invented in 1975 by the Nature Valley brand out of Minnesota, which Minnesota. was- Minnesota. Minnesota, some would say, Alyssa. Minnesota. Yeah, it's owned uh, then and now, of course, by General Mills, the cereal company. And on the heels of the success of their Nature Valley granola product in 1973. Why'd you say it like that? Why well, like what? Granola. Granola. It's, yeah. This is because this is my radio voice. Granola. How's oh. That? Yeah. Remember what Roger Ebert said? You go in hard, you say what you need to say, and then you go out hard. So we <laughs> won't talk to much about (laughs) granola itself yeah we're gonna do a whole granola show and in fact i checked the schedule and it is this week next year when we're gonna do just straight up granola today granola bars and in fact the impetus behind creating granola bars was that nature valley wanted a granola product that you could eat outside on the go which was kind of hard to do with a big bag of crumbly dried (laughs) granola uh the website insider.com credits this to a single unnamed researcher in General Mills and Nature Valley who took baked granola on those big sheets and cut it into bars instead of crumbling it into chunks. But uh, a marketing brochure that we found says that the brand and the bars were a corporate attempt to target more health-conscious and active consumers, including, I like this one, uh, people that thought that they were more active than they actually were. Really? Yeah, so (laughs) Nature Valley granola bars were kind of like candy bars for people that thought that they were runners. Oh. Liz, what else was going on in 1975? A guilty verdict on New Year's Day for the Watergate conspirators. Do you know what Watergate was, Alyssa? No clue. Uh, I just like to say in my mysterious voice. Well, yeah, a conspiracy conspiracy deserves your mysterious voice. Liz, uh, what do you think Watergate is, just judging from the name? Um, I don't know. A Watergate? A water gate, like a gate for water? Yes. Great guess. It's a hotel, actually. Same thing. Yeah, listen. In 1975, the United Nations declared the first International Women's Day. That's exciting. Uh, Bill Gates and Paul Allen founded Microsoft. That's right. Microsoft founded in 1975 by Bill Gates and Paul Allen. Who were you telling me you thought was Bill Gates yesterday? Oh, no. uh, the, guy on, <laughs> the guy on the $20 bill, you asked me if it was Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it, in fact? I don't remember. It, uh, Andrew Jackson, former president. That's what I meant. Possibly our worst president, actually. Yeah, maybe it's not important that I know him then. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, I'll, that's reasonable. List the fall of Saigon in Vietnam ended the war between the North and the South. Bobby Unser Jr. won the uh, Indy 500 again. Jaws is released in the theaters. Dun-dun. I'm going to see Jaws in the movie theater tomorrow night, actually. Can I come? Uh, no, you have softball practice. I'm taking your brother. Uh, he likes sharks. Okay. Uh, HBO, Lissa, in 1975, broadcasted the first pay television satellite signal, uh, and the SS Edmund Fitzgerald sank. Do you know about the SS Edmund Fitzgerald? No. No, people only know about it because of the Gordon Lightfoot song, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh. Bigfoot, the monster truck, created in 1975, Lissa. There was a Bigfoot, the monster truck cartoon when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, cartoon about a truck. That's wild. And also, Andre 3000 was born, and uh, Generalissimo Francisco Franco died, and in fact, is still dead. You do not understand that <laughs> reference, do you? No. Good. We'll leave it at that. Listen, there are lots of different types 
of granola bars, and there have been many over the years. Uh, and in fact, Nature Valley has produced a whole bunch of different ones. The first one was their oats and honey bar. That's the ubiquitous, pretty much plain or regular granola bar. That was introduced in 1975, like we said. Peanuts, Alyssa came on board in 1977. What else happened in 1977, do you know? No. Star Wars released in theaters in 1977. Oh. List 1983, they added fruit and made the bars chewy. Do you know what happened in 1983? No. Return of the Jedi in theaters, Alyssa. Okay. Uh-huh. Nougat cluster bars a year later, 1984. Somehow over the years, uh, up until today, because I just saw them at the store yesterday, Nature Valley had resisted the urge to dip their bars in chocolate like some of their competitors did in the 1980s. That would literally be so good. That would be so good. In fact, we should have gotten some of those. Maybe we'll go back to the store and get them. Mm. That would be a nice snack for your friends that are coming over for movie night tonight. Well, they're coming over in like 45 minutes. Oh, so... No time. No, I'll just eat them myself. Liz, now in the crunchy granola bars category, uh, Nature Valley has the standard oats and honey, like we said originally in the green wrapper. Then there's cinnamon, maple brown sugar, apple crisp, also pecan crisp, roasted almond, and peanut butter if you're a nutty type. I'm not. I'm not. They also have a couple of variations with dark chocolate, Liz. I don't like dark chocolate. Not even in a granola bar? Not no. even like paired with something I else? I don't like any granola bars. Heterogeneity? No. Well, spoiler alert for later. Jeez, young lady. <laughs> okay. Uh, Liz, I found a lot of different places that tried to rank the varieties of Nature Valley granola bars. Oats and honey, the plain one, usually comes out like somewhere in the middle, which I thought was interesting. What's the top? Oh, it varied. There was, uh, like I said, a lot of variation. Some people thought the ones with chocolate were the best. Some people thought the peanut butter ones were the best. I think there was one that even ranked the cinnamon one the best, which was a little bit surprising because I do find that one to be one note, even though I really like cinnamon. I don't like Miss Cinnamon. 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 Liz, we're going to talk about I just this. I did that so fast, you couldn't even hear it. Yeah, well, you know, that's the miracle of radio. <laughs> Liz, we're going to talk about this more on our proper granola episode next year, but granola as a concept, probably around since like at least the 1860s or so, but it wasn't until about 100 years later that it became popular and mass produced, which coincided with the rise of a group that we alluded to earlier, Liz, of the hippies. Do you know what hippies are? Me. You're a hippie? I don't know. <laughs> what do you think a hippie is? Um, hmm. oh, you said this to me the other day. I think it was the girls in the store. They had like crazy hair. They had like colorful outfits on. Or maybe you were calling me a hippie. I don't remember. It could have been any of those things. Liz, hippies were just like uh, uh, people that were involved in the youth counterculture movement in the 1960s. So I'm not a hippie. Well, you're not part I'm of the a youth counterculture movement in the 1960s, but people that were part of that movement, their style has sort of transcended time and space, and you can still see influences of hippie culture around all the time. The mantra of peace and love and nonviolence, the distinctive look of like, usually things like long hair and bell-bottom jeans, tie-dye, you love tie-dye. Yeah. Hallucinogenic drugs, we don't love those. No. No. Uh, an affinity for nature and natural things list. Okay. Yeah, including uh, natural scents like patchouli. That's a no from us. Yeah. Smells very bad. Textiles. I don't know what uh, that is. Patchouli is an oil that has a very particular odor, which for some reason is like associated with hippies and they smell like patchouli oil sometimes. Oh. I once had a copy of a Ren and Stimpy comic book that had an air unfreshener in it, which was kind of like a joke and it smelled like patchouli oil. Wow. Yeah, uh, they they would wear clothing made of hemp, and uh, they were associated with a specific food, Alyssa, and that was granola. Granola. Yes, so much was the association with hippies and granola that people that were associated with the hippie movement were just called granola. Yeah. Yeah, so like you could call somebody a crunchy or a granola, and they would know what you were saying. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The association of hippies and granola might have actually started at Woodstock, List the big music festival from 1969, but that's a story for the other episode. Anyway, uh, that was kind of the big deal. Granola bars came in the 1970s, so hippies and granola culture in the 1960s, granola bars in the 1970s, and you can kind of see the transition away from this sort of natural snack food product, granola in a bag, very loose and undefined, to the more rigidly defined granola bar in the 70s, uh, mostly targeting people who are active and on the go. And that, Alyssa, coincided with the rise of another class or group of people that were called the yuppies. Do you know what yuppies are? People that say yes. Uh, <laughs> like yup, yuppies? Yerp, yerp, nerp, yep, 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 
That's what I do during the show. Yes. Yep. 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 Weren't there uh, some aliens on Sesame Street that did that? Yep. 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 I do not recall. I do not recall, Senator. Anyway, yeah, yuppies were young urban professionals, Alyssa. This was people that had good jobs in big cities, made good money, and they weren't buying bags of granola to eat. And there's an interesting thing if you look back at the history of marketing and advertising revenues around granola bar sales. Uh, They tanked in the late 1980s. Some companies, Alyssa, got out of the granola bar market altogether. Wow. Yeah, and it wasn't just the uh, problems that they had with marketing to the yuppies. There were other problems with granola bars, too. They Um, were not healthy. Yeah, well, some of them might not actually be as healthy as they claimed to be. There was a Canadian dietitian that reviewed uh, specifically the Nature Valley oats and honey granola bars, and they said they're not exactly health food like the company claims, but how much they can impact your health negatively would depend mostly on the rest of your diet. And a lot of this is because they have lots of ingredients that are commonly considered to be healthy or natural. I don't I don't even know what natural ingredients means. Do you? I mean, I understand natural flavor or natural color or something like that. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, in this case, they're talking about things like whole grain rolled oats. So that would seem to you to be like a healthy natural ingredient. Any whole grain uh-huh. idea just grosses. Whole grains gross you out, huh? Yeah. Why is that? I hate, hate, hate whole grain bread. What? I can't stand to look at it. It just grosses me out. Because it's a slightly different shade of brown than the bread that you usually eat? No, I just don't like the seeds and stuff on the outside. Oh, I see. And it tastes like cardboard. Tastes like cardboard. Wow. Not a glowing review. So on a scale from sprinkles to fun dip, where would you rate whole grain? Wheat bread. All whole grain stuff is an F for me. Brutal, brutal. Well, Nature Valley granola bars have a lot of whole grains. They also have something else that the dietitians didn't really like, Liz, and that was a lot of added sugars. Added sugar? I love added sugar. Well, yeah, me too. And that's kind of, I think, why I like these. There is as much added sugar in one serving of Nature Valley oats and honey granola bars as there is in an entire bowl of Fruit Loops. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's wild. They're also, because they're like meant to be eaten as a replenishment type snack on the go for active lifestyles. Doesn't a lot uh, of sugar just like make you crazy and then wind you down really fast? Well, I don't have that experience. I know there is like an old wives tale, a myth among parents that if you get kids a bunch of sugar that they go crazy. But um, I think there are some studies that mostly debunk that theory. And for the most part, it looks like there are some confounding variables there. So like uh, environments where children might have a lot of sugar are also environments where they might be naturally acting more heightened than they usually are. Things like birthday parties or holidays. You know, I don't really, I don't get cuckoo over candy and stuff. Uh I get cuckoo over strongly sugared sodas. Well, yeah, that could be the caffeine in those as well, I would imagine. Oh. I do recall that that you and Ella, shout out to Ella, had some Coca-Cola before we went on a long car ride, and both of you were losing your mind the entire (laughs) way. Well, that's just because we had a long day. Yeah. And uh, partially the Coca-Cola. I think it was probably more that than the rest of it. We were like the Lulu. Yeah, you guys were nuts. Liz, we're talking about uh, whether or not granola bars are healthy here. They are also very calorie dense, Alyssa, very calorically dense, I should say. Uh, This is pretty similar to what we talked about last week with trail mix. Really? Yeah. If you like sit down and eat a bunch of trail mix or like a box of these granola bars, you can wind up consuming like a thousand calories or more in a sitting. That's not good. Here's something else that Nature Valley granola bars had in them that probably people thought they shouldn't have. Alyssa, in 2018, there were three anti-pesticide and consumer advocacy groups advocacy groups that sued General Mills, the parent company that owns Nature Valley. They did this because independent testing had confirmed that Nature Valley granola bars contained, are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. 0.45 parts per million of a substance called glyphosate. Do you know what that is? No. It is the chemical name for a pesticide called Roundup List. It's a weed killer. Pesticide. Pesticide. There's weed killer in the Nature Valley. There was technically some weed killer in Nature Valley granola bars. And uh, Alyssa, many other lawsuits in different jurisdictions with other subjects, with some merit, claimed that Roundup in particular was a particularly nasty carcinogen, uh, basically very bad for people and bees and just about everything else. And uh, 
There is a safety level for glyphosate in food. It's 30 parts per million. So in Nature Valley granola bars, there was significantly less than that, less than uh, half of a part per million. 30, up to 30 is allowable. Not that you want any of this, obviously. But what ended up happening was General Mills settled with the claimants on the on the uh, court case in the lawsuit. They agreed to remove some language from their label list, and that was the label that their products were 100% natural. They're not. They're not because, according to the lawsuit, no reasonable consumer would see the label 100% natural and expect there to be pesticide in their oats and True. honey granola bars. Yeah, that's right. I thought pesticides were bugs. Pesticides are chemicals that kill bugs. Pest, as in bugs. Side, as in to kill. Oh. Yeah, I got it. That makes a lot more sense. It sure does, doesn't it? Because when we were in Maine and picking blueberries, there was like... um. Stealing blueberries, you mean poaching on no. other people's farmland. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. We literally learned these affixes in school. Pest and side. Yeah. And you should know pest. Because I am a pest. Because you are a pest. That's right. Now, Liz, to get ahead of some of this potentially bad press from the lawsuit, Nature Valley and General Mills did something that was kind of in their nature anyway. That was a good pun, right? No. Oh, thanks. Uh, well, they leaned into their support of natural environments and their association with the outdoors, and this led them to create uh, a thing that marketers called a sonic identity. Alyssa, this is pretty interesting. It's a five-note jingle, and it's called the Call of the Crunch. And basically, it's just a guy whistling five notes, like, I forget how it goes, but it's kind of neat. It was fascinating, actually, because they put up some videos of the guy like going through his creative process to create this sonic identity for the brand, The Call of the Crunch. Uh, there's so much time and effort and money that went into creating something like that. And in this case, lots of experimentation with uh, different types of outdoorsy instruments, recording various crunchy sounds, including the uh, the the guy that made the music actually biting crunchy granola bars. And Alyssa, even a collaboration with the V Diggs, who, um, among other things, was on Sesame Street, which we referred to earlier, and also who played Lafayette and Jefferson in the musical Hamilton. Really? Yeah. And remember your cousin Jackson, shout out to Jackson, was uh, asking us to play the song Guns and Ships because that has the Lafayette rap in it, which he likes a lot. It's like the yeah, very good. That's exactly how it goes. <laughs> Liz, Nature Valley also has a partnership with the National Parks Foundation, which we talked about last week. Uh, the foundation itself, chartered in 1967, generates private support to preserve our natural landscapes in the national parks. Wow. Yeah. And for Nature Valley, this has meant financial support to the national parks to the tune of more than $8 million. I'm just going to say it right here, right now. Okay. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> Those Nature Valley's stock supply at Target was like completely full. Yeah, there were a lot of, we went to, okay, <laughs> great segue there. We went to Target last night to pick up Nature Valley granola bars for the show today. Uh, they had a lot of them and they had a lot of different varieties. Which means not a single one was touched. Well, listen to this list. Uh, just a few days before that, I went to Walmart to pick up the same thing and they were completely sold out. Hmm, side eye. Side eye. I don't know what that tells us about the demographics of people that purchase Nature Valley granola bars, but there you are. Go Liz, to Walmart. I can tell you one thing I mean, about don't people. You know what? Walmart comes in very handy for this show. It really does. It really does. like a lot of stuff. If you want some really crappy food uh, that's <laughs> mass produced and very bad for you, you can get it at Walmart. Yeah, that's where we got the pink sauce. We did get the <gasps> pink sauce there. But the, yesterday we did find the Minecraft stew at Target. Yes, Minecraft uh, stew Pringles. Do you want to do an impromptu review of those right now? What did you think about Minecraft mystery stew Pringles? Suspicious stew Pringles, excuse me. They were fine. I thought they were really good, actually. They had a complex flavor that I was not expecting. There was like some thyme and some other herbaceousness in there. It was kind of like cracked pepper yeah. flavor, but with like different seasonings. Yeah, it was very interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. For a video game collaboration with a fake potato chip, B. B flat. Yeah, sure. Solid B. I like them. Liz. What? We were just talking about Minecraft, which is an internet sensation. Do you know what else is an internet sensation? Me. Moi. Yeah, you. That's right. A hundred percent. Uh... Alyssa, Nature Valley Oats and Honey Granola Bars. An internet sensation. Do you know why? Because there are lots of tips and tricks on how to open them and eat it without crumbs. Yeah, because they are they are so crummy, Alyssa. 
These things make so many crumbs. You're good at making messes. I am dreading what you're going to do with these things today. Um, I'm going to crush them in your drink. If you've ever had one of these things, you will recognize that when you open that package, crumbs go everywhere. When you take a bite, crumbs go everywhere. When you try to ball up that green bag and throw it away when you're done, crumbs go everywhere. And if you watch TikTok or Reels or any of those other short form video content social media platforms and you put in Nature Valley granola bars, you will see uh, a dramatization of someone opening a bag of this, which is really just their face getting absolutely obliterated by like a bucket full of crumbs. It's kind of funny, but Liss. Oh, they probably did it with uh, the breading for chicken. (laughs) <laughs> like bread, cr- like actual bread yeah, crumbs? Like just like, yeah, maybe. I mean, there's so much of it. Uh, for what it's worthless, Nature Valley has kind of leaned into this. They have tried to make bars that were less dense and easier to bite, but uh, the crumbs still remain. There's no way to get around the crumbs. And they're being good sports about it. They made a crumb emoji <laughs> for your phone. Uh, they sent a bunch of tweets about how crumbs are part of their identity. They even gave interviews to Slate.com and made a video on YouTube where they tried to show off some different techniques for ways to eat the bars with less mess. And listen, if you look around on social media, there are as many techniques for getting fewer crumbs out of your granola bars as there are people online. Uh, Here are some of the ones that we found. You can take the bag and just smash the whole thing to bits like you're the Incredible Hulk. I'm good at that. Yeah, you are. And then you just open it up and dump the crumbs into your mouth. But listen, I think this defeats the purpose of the granola bar if you smash the bar just back into granola chunks. True. Yeah. Some people take out a single bar at a time and tap it on a hard surface to shake loose all of the crumbs that might be on there. That's pretty good. Uh, some people like to dunk it in their coffee. Okay. The, that'll work. Uh, if you microwave the bars list, they'll get really hot. And I think that kind of alters the flavor profile a little bit, but it will make them softer and have fewer crumbs for you. But I think, Alyssa, the easiest, the best, the cleanest method by far is to take the package, break the bars into pieces while it's still inside the package, and then give it a little shake so that all the crumbs sort of go down into the bottom corner of the bag. And then you open the other side and you can pull out the little bite-sized pieces one at a time and eat them like they are precious, fragile little gifts. Okay. Yeah. And if you're exacting with the wrapper, you will not destroy your keyboard and your floor. Like what I'm uh, about to do. Later the bottoms of your feet like you are about to do right now. Yeah. So what do you think, Liz? Do you want to, uh, do you want to see if we can use my favorite technique (laughs) to get... Those granola bars out? Well, I mean, that's appropriate because, Alyssa, it's time for my favorite part of this show. Alyssa reads the ingredients. Are you ready? This one I'm actually excited for. Yeah, let's hear it. Because there's like nothing there. Okay. There are whole grain oats, sugar, canola and or sunflower oil, rice flour, honey, salt, brown sugar syrup, baking soda, soy lecithin, and natural flavor. That's right. Great job, Alyssa. So, I mean, with that, let's get to the rules of the game, huh? Yeah. Junk Feud is a culinary clash to see which treat will be crowned the undisputed champion of snacks. It's a King of the Mountain-style battle in which the reigning champ takes on a new challenger each week to see which snack reigns supreme. And And Alyssa. Hey. Hey. (laughs) The reigning defending undisputed champion of snacks is sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds. Liz, I ate... So many sunflower seeds this week. Probably did. Yeah, I did. They were reduced sodium, of course, uh, because I ate them at a baseball game. Our left fielder made fun of me for that. Shout out to Brian. Is uh, that our friend one? A different a different friend from baseball. Liz, it was so hot this Sunday when we played our game. I drank so much water that I had to balance that out with salt and protein. So I had to eat like all of these sunflower seeds. I was looking for your water jug this morning to bring to my basketball and I could not find it. I think I left it in the trunk of my car. How dare you? Anyway, we won the game. Good for you. Thanks, bud. Listen, today we're going to try Nature Valley Granola Bars, specifically the OG from 1975, the OH, oats and honey variant, Alyssa. I considered this to be the standard granola bar. But wait, what's this? this? It's sweet and salty. Alyssa! (laughs) Wow, a run-in. A run-in, a sweet and salty nut peanut chewy granola bar. So we're going to try the crunchy one. We're also going to try the peanut-flavored chewy one. So Liz, it's crunch time. Crunch time. 
We rate our snacks using a tier list from sprinkles to funded. Sprinkles to funded. So snacks can be graded A, B, C, D, or F with the very best treats earning the elusive S tier ranking. The following contest is scheduled for one serving. One serving. And it's for the undisputed championship of junk food. Junk food. Let's check it out. Here's the box of Nature Valley Crunchy Oats and Honey <laughs> Granola Bars, which uh, has 12 bars in six two-bar packages with 22 grams of whole grain per serving. It's a green box. It has yellow writing on it. And in keeping with the trend, you are going to improperly open this box on the side instead of the top where the opening flap is. Great job. And you're ripping the front off of the box. I would have liked to reuse this. No, I cannot. All right, this one has two. They all have two. They do? Yeah. I thought it, oh, I thought it said six with only two. 12 bars, six packs of two. Oh. You got it, kid. So this is the iconic green wrapper with Nature Valley crunchy oats and honey granola bars inside. And uh, I mean, I've seen this package in particular a million times before because this was like a staple of school lunches growing up. All right, what are we going to do? What's our trick today? So I, I think we should try my trick, Alyssa. Which the breaking is, one? Well, you can just open it straight up and we can just eat it like it's a bar. Good idea. Oh my God, you're doing it so wrong. You just ripped just straight in half instead of going for the seam. I can't even open it. I'm cringing, right? Well, yeah, because that's not how you're supposed to open it. So the mylar is not going to rip and you are getting crumbs all <laughs> over the table. It looks like someone has poured a bowl of muesli onto the table right now. Now there are crumbs in your lap. How was I supposed to open it? You know, like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is atrocious. <laughs> anyway, oh. while you're doing that, why don't you tell me how they smell? Smell like, uh, what are those called? Um, the, the cookies you make with s'mores. Graham crackers. They do smell a little bit grammy, which is really like sort of a toasty grain scent, wouldn't you say? You're, now you're tapping the bar on the table to get the excess crumbs off of it. What does it look like to you? <laughs> it looks like um, a bar of oats. Yeah, it does. It's a bar of oats. Oh, it is a, a granola bar. It is just oats and honey kind of ground up with some sugar syrup in there. I mean, I, I am moderately impressed by the way that these look. They look rustic and organic and natural, even though they're not like exactly that. But it looks like what we would popularly consider to be health food. Are you okay. ready to try it? Yeah. Oh my God. So many crumbs just from that one bite. You, the entire half of the desk that you're sitting in is covered in crumbs right now. What have you done? You're making a face also. It just tastes like a graham cracker. I'm going to give it a try. I haven't had one in a while. You've had these before? Not only have I had these before, but there was a period of time where I had one every single day because your grandmother used to buy bulk packages of 48 packs at like Price Club or BJ's or Sam's. They're actually kind of good. Yeah, they are good. There's a little bit of taste variation of heterogeneity from the oats and the honey. They complement each other well. These are baked, so they have a little bit of that toasty sort of caramelized Maillardy flavor to them. They are very sweet. This is a like LL Bean Kid candy bar, basically. Now, I will say this, they're very dry. I noticed that before you even took a bite, you picked up your mug. You had to have a drink. It's tough to eat these like solo without having some liquid refreshment close at hand. But it does look like you're on your way to finishing the whole thing here. So what do you think? Initial reactions? You said tastes like a graham cracker? Toasty and sweet? Little touch of honey? Just call it a graham cracker. <laughs> well, it's oats and not graham flour. I'd say it's a little bit, it hues a little bit closer to the oatmeal cookies that we make. I don't like Christmas the oatmeal time. cookies. Oh, that's a bummer for you. Uh, Mr. Lewis loves those. Shout out to Mr. Lewis. They're good. Yeah, they're good. Are these also two? This is just one. Yeah, so now, Liz, I'd like to contrast those. The very basic, very standard, sweet, nutty, oaty, toasty, old-style, old-fashioned granola bar with the innovation of the sweet and salty nut bar, which is doing something that we like a lot, which is mix mixing sweet and salty together. This one is a chewier bar. Oh, I don't like chewy bars. It's peanut flavored. It says it's also dipped in... Oh, 
Well, I can't have this. Dipped in <laughs> peanut and almond butter coating. Nope, I'm not having it. Bursting with peanut. So you're not going to have it either. Crap. Liz, we screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being a kid and eating these uh, because I don't think they used almond butter before. But this does say very, <laughs> man, I didn't read this. Oh, I'm so dumb. Uh, you know what? For someone with a crippling nut allergy, I'm not very observant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, ingredients, roasted peanuts, corn syrup, whole grain oats, blah, 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 blah. Almond. <sighs> honey roasted almond butter. Almonds, honey, maltodextrin, palm oil, mixed tocopherols. Contains peanut, milk, soy, and almond ingredients. Man, I'm Good bummed grief. out about that. I wanted to try these. Did, you, did we open it? You did open it. Yeah. Don't, Dad, please. So it smells nutty. I mean, it just smells like peanuts. I would try it, but I'm uh, not trying to die either. I know yeah. I'm not allergic to almonds, but I could still have a slight reaction. So that's a bummer. We get a did not finish for this DNF for the sweet and salty nut. So I guess, Liz, we just got to hit the bliss point anyway. What did you think uh, about my big dumb mistake? No, what did you think <laughs> about Nature Valley crunchy oats and honey granola I give bars? them an A. You give them an A. Yeah, I like graham crackers. Wow. So you like something that this tastes like but isn't. Yeah. And that for that, it gets an A flat from you. That's interesting because as much as I like these and as much as I have a particular nostalgia for them, I wouldn't say that these are like good or anything. I mean, they're good, but they're not like outstanding in the way that some of these other engineered snacks have been. I wouldn't have gone as low as like a C. This is a better than average granola bar. It was the first granola bar. I think it's still the exemplar of it. I would have said more like a B minus, but I think based on your A, I'm going to go as high as a B plus list. So what do you think? Does no. uh <laughs> No? Okay. Not even close. <laughs> the Oreo rule. Well, before we do that, we have to say officially your winner and still champion. Sunflower seeds. Yeah, rainy defending undisputed champion of snacks, sunflower seeds, despite a better showing for Nature Valley granola bars than I expected. Because first of all, you said you wouldn't like them. Uh, and then you did like them. Try them, try them, and you may try them and you may, I say. Yes. Very good. What did Daniel Tiger say? Um you gotta try new food because it might taste good. Very good. And Alyssa. My amazing setting. I was gonna say um, it's Daniel Tiger's neighborhood. Yeah, well, he says that too. I wanna hold them. Liz, speaking of trying new foods, we have an invocation of the Oreo rule. Are you ready for this? I wanna do it after you. It's a me, Oreo. Hello. <laughs> It's a me, a Oreo. Yeah, we have a super surprise today, Alyssa, specifically Super Mario Brothers Oreos. Do you say Mario or Mario? Uh, I don't know, Mario. I think it's I think it's pronounced Mario, but I like to say that his name is Mario, but they are the Mario Brothers, so his name officially is Mario Mario. Because I call, um, I have a coach Mario for uh -huh. softball. I have a lot of different softball coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of them is Coach Mario, but everyone calls him Coach Mario. But he said it's Coach Mario. Well, there you go. So it's super confusing. I can't open that. My hands are sweaty. It's really hot in here. Well, Alyssa, I'm looking at a package of Oreo Super Mario chocolate sandwich cookies. Six cookies in a pack. I picked this up from I Wawa got it. yesterday. I actually got it. I want to uh, open it. This says, collect cookies, save the kingdom, discover all 16 cookie designs. And uh, while you're opening that, I will tell everybody, these are limited edition Oreo cookies. Each one of them has one of 16 special designs embossed on the cookie itself, like Mario, his brother Luigi. Mario. Wait, I just said Mario and not Mario. Uh, and almost all the other characters from the A Mario flower. Brothers universe. Liz, I say almost all because... <gasps> the the, that that one. I forget his name. That one. Very good. That's a the Goomba. The toad. I love the toad. So we got some good ones here. Liz, who's missing though? I have, uh, we've got another toad and a flower. So we're mi missing Peach and Bowser. Yeah, Liz, there's no Peach. Do you know why oh, there is Luigi. no... Do you know why there's no Princess Peach cookie? Why? Uh, because she was kidnapped by Bowser before she got a chance to be on the cookie. And Lissa, <gasps> that's where we come in. This is no ordinary pack of chocolate wafer cream filled oreo cookies Alyssa. this is a game yeah the game is you have to stack as many cookies as you can on the rim of a glass of milk uh before they fall in on the head of the king of the koopas bowser and only then can we rescue the princess let me guess you're a step ahead of me and have a glass well we have our cups here uh, you want to try it but if it falls in it's gonna be full of water yeah that'd be gross wouldn't it i'm doing it do you want me to get some milk yeah we'll be right back after this. Okay, and we're back. So we have 
a large mug of milk, you have to try to balance all of these Oreo cookies on the rim of that glass, as many as you can. You don't have to do them one at a time. You can stack them all up. You've got one. It's the toad. Okay. While you're doing that, Liz, I'll comment on the design. These are just plain Oreo cookies, so we shouldn't expect anything different uh, flavor-wise, right? I've got a... I can't use this one. I licked it. Ew. So you're up to four cookies. You might be able to make all of them. We've got four cookies balanced on the rim of this glass here. Hang on. I have to take a photo for... I'm doing all of them. Wow, you did it. You got all of them. If you knock them into the milk, then we defeat Bowser. This is actually kind of neat. It's fun. I don't want to knock them in the milk, though. The I Mario branding them. is nice. It's colorful. It's playful. You are dunking the cookie in the milk. It is just a standard Oreo, though, Lewis. Yeah. Although, do these look like double stuffed? They do, don't they? Yeah, probably. Yeah, these are double stuffed. What do you think? Still good? Just an Oreo. Actually, I feel like the cream tastes more marshmallowy. More marshmallowy? Hmm. Do you think that has anything to do with the fact that you're dunking them in the milk? Or maybe like birthday cakey. Wow, fascinating. Well, I mean, they're not. They're just, they're plain, but uh, I mean, any excuse for me to eat a double stuffed Oreo in milk is, is probably okay. Yes. Twist. Oh, I like cannot twist these. Oh, Dad, these are almost untwistable. Almost untwistable, she says. Hard one? They're like stiff. Well, this one twisted away, but I got, looks like equal amounts of cream on each side. That's interesting. Mine was like. Anyway, what do you think about Mario Brothers Oreos, Liz? These are fun. Chase the would cream, probably like these. The cream is too hard. I think that's what's... You think the cream is too hard? Yeah. Hmm. It's more like an icing than a stuffed cream. Anyway, they're good. I can't. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Liz. What? Do you think we... Since you didn't knock the cookies in, do you think we rescued Princess Peach? Mm-hmm. Or do we have to say, thank you, Mario, but our princess is in another cookie? Well, now I feel like I have to save her. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> cookie splashdown. Liz. What? That was an important segment, but each week we have to ask a very important question. Can you deep fry this week's snack? Maybe. Will it deep fry? Yeah. Uh, I will say that maybe. I had trouble last week finding people that were willing to deep fry trail mix, and uh, this week there's not a lot of evidence online of people frying granola bars list. I did find one reference. There is a baseball team called the West Michigan Whitecaps. They're a minor league team. They used to play at Fifth Third Bank Ballpark, which is now LCMU Ballpark. Do and, they wear white caps? Uh, I mean, it's... Da, 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 da. <laughs> Very good. Maybe they do. I didn't actually check. White caps refers... Well, you know what it is. Liz, uh, in 2016, the ballpark had a contest to let fans vote on a new menu item. And uh, there were a bunch of different options. You would choose one, and that would be at the ballpark that year. One of those items, Alyssa was a deep-fried granola bar. Ew. Yeah, I know, it lost. Uh, the winner, of course, that year was the Dutch Love Pita Wrap, which was uh, turkey pot roast, cheese curds, french fries, and gravy all wrapped up in pita bread. That sounds great. It does sound I don't like good, pita bread, though. You don't like pita bread? <laughs> no. I mean, you gotta have something to put it all in, right? Yeah. Anyway, this year the Whitecaps are serving corn ribs. You ever had corn ribs, Liz? I don't know. I think it's a fad. They also have a thing called a firecracker dog. That sounds pretty interesting. You know what we should do? <laughs> What's that? We should do the ultimate Oreo Princess Peach stack. Oh, like get a bigger box and see how many we can fit on there? Huh? Like there were only six in this pack. You would just want to like keep seeing how high we can stack yeah. them on the rim of the cup? Yeah. I guess we could buy a big box. At Sam's Club, they have like giant packs of these. Or we could just do a regular Oreo. Well, then it doesn't count. It has to be the Mario ones. Get them. Get more? You got a denim. <laughs> denim, denim, denim. Mario's favorite pants. Liz, I was talking about the uh, firecracker dog. A hot dog smeared with cream cheese topped with jalapeno chips and peppers and onions. That would have been so much better if it wasn't a hot dog. Maybe if it was like a pepper or... Maybe a burger. Or a pickle. A pickle with a cream pickle. cheese and jalapeno chips? Yes. I mean, I guess that would be all right. You know what else is all right, Liz? Or a cucumber. Well, that's a pickle. Just not yet. Liz. Hmm. I was going to say, do you know what else is all right? What? The back of the box. Oh, I love the back of the box. And it's time to check out the back of the box, a weekly segment where we play a little game. Alyssa, would you like to play a game? I guess so. It's been a while, so we're going to do Around the World in 80 Bites, Alyssa. Yay! On Around the World one. in 80 Bites, we try snacks from across the globe, and we have some interesting stuff this week, Liz. We had some friends visiting us from Austria over the 4th of July holiday. Uh-huh. Shout out to Jim and Jenny and Jack and Alex. And uh, we had a barbecue. We went swimming. We ate bomb pops. We watched the sand lot as one does on our nation's birthday. But Alyssa, also they brought us some snacks. Like? Like this, which I love to say. Oh, oh my God. I just spilled them all <laughs> on the floor. I forgot the box was open. 
He just spilled like six well, bananas. Well, our the floor. floor is now covered with uh, Kasali uh, Kasali original Choco Bananan, which is fun to say and makes me sound like an Austrian minion. Choco Bananan, which is uh, Alyssa. These are chocolate banana candies, and you're picking one up. You're going to give it to me now. So they look like. What do they look like? Ow. They look like um, wafers. They kind of look like... Uh, you know what they look like? They look like chili peppers they if they like, were brown. I was going to say turds. Yeah, but chili, sure, brown chili peppers. We'll go with that. Okay, no List. nuts? No nuts. You've this had is, one? I have had these. They are, it's called Choco Bananan. It's a chocolate uh-uh. banana. Uh-uh. You don't like it. Uh-uh. It is It is dark chocolate on the outside, which you do not like. And it is a banana flavored marshmallow, Alyssa, on the inside. Not an actual banana. Uh-uh. You don't like it at all. They are... You really don't like it. Um, Liz, these are interesting because they are viciously sweet on the inside. The banana-flavored marshmallow tastes like circus peanuts. You're holding your nose. Oh, is that a tear? Are you going to cry again? Nope, you're fighting it off. Man, if I had known, I would have done uh, try hard for this one. <coughs> oh, that's gross. The, I hate banana. The sickly sweetness of the... It, well, see, here's the thing. It tastes like candy banana, right? Not like real banana. Remember we talked about the Gros Michel, which was the uh, the candy banana flavor of the almost extinct banana variety, not the Cavendish that we usually eat. Ugh, let's get a move off of these. Oh, it's still in my... This does have a lingering, <coughs> a lingering flavor. They're very strong. The dark chocolate is at least European, so it's decent, and it does balance out some of the sweetness, but this doesn't work exactly right. I still like them. I'm still going to eat them. I don't. You can have the right... Oh, uh, it's still in my throat. Well, I have something else for you here. Alyssa, this is a Rolina Nociola con crema alla nociola. Uh, this is a rolled candy with a hazelnut cream filling. So it's like Nutella. You want to try? I can't have it because it's hazelnut. I don't know. You don't have a choice. This is the segment. What if it kills me? What if I like actually die from it? Well, then, ladies and gentlemen, you've joined us for Alyssa's last show. What? Huh? That makes me scared. I think you'll be fine. If you die from this, no one will hear this episode anyway, so it doesn't matter. No, I want you to post it, because then I will be an R.I.P. to a real one. So you can haunt everyone? Yes. I just need to know the ingredients. I spelled ingredients wrong. You sure did. You weren't even close. I don't know. I'm scared to try them. Nah, I'm like, okay. Sugar, vanilla, hazelnut, paste, mango. Yeah, it's just hazelnuts. I'm scared. Okay. You eat hazelnuts every day. You shouldn't be scared. Oh, yeah, we need Nutella, actually. Yeah, exactly. So this looks like a Swiss cake roll, but instead of a vanilla cream filling, it's got a hazelnut filling, that's all. I can't open it. It's a nice little package. It's green and white. Ew, the banana is still in my The choco banana. No choco banana. Wow, this smells really good. Dad? It, smel- it smells like a Swiss cake roll. It does. Like a, a layer of cake rolled up with a sugary filling and then chocolate really on the scared. outside. What if it has? What if it has... Cashews or almond. It doesn't. It's hazelnut. Well, I know, but you never know. And I do not want to use my EpiPen today. I'm really scared. Okay. What do you think? It's okay. It's okay, says Alyssa. I don't really like it. Glowing review. Uh, what's your rating from Sprinkles to Fun Dip? Um, a C. C. Average. C flat. Mm-hmm. And what about the Choco Bananan? Ugh, F. F for Choco Bananan. I said, uh, I would say C minus for Choco Bananan. I just like saying Choco Bananan. <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know what else is fun? Ending this show. This program. And in <laughs> fact, Alyssa, this podcast should reach you in excellent condition. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. If you've got a question for us, you can write to the address on the label. That's junkfoodpod at gmail.com. Any final thoughts, Alyssa? No. Never. Never. This podcast has Choco contained banana. Choco Banana. Your recommended daily allowance of Choco Banana. No, of fun. Fun. For more, go to Twitter, Threads, Instagram, or wherever you choose to be social. Find us at Pod. You can watch fun size reviews on YouTube, buy our merch on TeePublic, and don't forget to catch all the snacks in each and every week wherever you listen to podcasts. Until we see you again, for Alyssa, I'm Mike. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any Anya. Bye. Choco Banana. <laughs>